so Mike, I'm doing this cleanse, right? I bought this fruit punch juice, and I said to myself, cleanse ain't nothing. You know what I mean? I, I I'm good. I was in the army. You know, I ate MREs every now and then because you know, you know, MREs are designed to make sure you don't take a poop for like seven days. Anyway, we'll talk about that later, Mike. So I'm doing this cleanse, right? <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, I know I could do this. I know I could do this. And Mike, I started today. I took half of the bottle. I'm sitting at Minute Maid Park, and next thing I know, I'm like, bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> and so I politely got up, and they was like, hey, 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 uh, Brian, uh, you got a second? I was like, I don't have any no. seconds right now. And I went straight <laughs> to the bathroom. Thank God nobody's at Minute Maid Park but us and the Astros. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Tissue Orders Podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. Hey, make sure you follow me on social media. That's Big Sarge Sports with the Z at the end on Twitter and Instagram. And hey, shout out to everybody who's following me on um, Facebook. I'm gonna try my best. I got young ladies in the building, so I'm not gonna make sure that I don't cuss. Plus, you know, I don't cuss on when I'm doing Facebook Live because my mama got too many Christian friends on there, and they be lying to me. They gonna pray for me. I'll be like, well, if you gonna pray for me, send me tithes and offering too. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, the Attention Orders podcast, available wherever you get your podcast from. And my YouTube channel, Big Sarge Media. Mike, listen. Today I put out that I didn't have that many followers, but I said I'm grateful for the followers that I have because it could be zero, right? Because, you know, when when you're starting YouTube, you know, unless you uh, can do makeup... Or unless you got uh, unless you got a little kid that can open up toys, which I never understood how they make that much money off of that. Little kids just opening up toys like, oh, this is great. And they got like a million, 1.5 million followers. And I'm saying to myself, I, I, maybe I should do like a, you know who the artist the baby is, Mike? You know the baby before he got famous, he used to walk around in a diaper. I may wear a diaper here next week. <laughs> I'm trying to get famous, Mike. Once again, you're tuned to the Attention Orders Podcast. Hey, listen. Uh, today's show is one that's uh, it, it, very emotional for me. The, the, the beginning of this show is going to be very emotional for me because I remember exactly what I was doing when I watched a horrific video, something that I only have seen in the movies, Something that I've only seen on television. Something I've only seen during wartime. I never thought that what I was watching. Because I went to my phone, you know, the the new thing to do in the morning is people don't even get up. I I don't even know how many people say thank you, Lord, before they put their feet on the floor. I don't know how many people say thank you, Lord, before they grab their phone and look. You see, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever you got. Uh, what they doing at TikTok videos or whatever. So I went and I started watching this video and I'm watching this video and I'm watching this video and I'm saying to myself, as it kept going on, I was like, there's no possible way I could be watching what I'm watching. And after watching that entire thing, I was crying because I've never witnessed something like what I seen. And I, I promised myself and anybody ever around me that I would one never watch that video ever again out of respect for that young man. I would never watch that video again. Two, and we'll talk about this a little bit later on. I went to the memorial and who I'm talking about is um George Floyd, Houston native George Floyd, who was murdered by former 
uh, Minneapolis police officers. I got a chance to actually be at the memorial, the public memorial, and the private um, funeral. When I was at the memorial, when I was walking down towards the body, and I wrote this in my article, it, I could almost hear his last words so much that I was like in a trance until I got to the body and I snapped out of it. But I could hear exactly what he was saying on that day as I watched that, that video. That was my first time I had viewed a body since 2018. The last body I had viewed was my mother's body. It had been two years. And so, you know, not that I don't love my friends, not that I don't love my frat brothers, my family. I, it's just hard for me to do funerals. It's just hard for me to view bodies. And so when I seen him laying there, I almost... It, it was almost like this could this at any point in time could have been me or still can be me, especially with the way that things are today. It it, it could have been me or it can be me. It could be me as soon as I leave up out of here and hop on the beltway. I can get pulled over and you never know what could happen after that. But this the, the whole thing just between that. I'm put it like this. In 2020, I know, you know, Kobe has passed away and some other people have passed away. But the two the the, the two uh, people that passed away that sticks with me every day is George Floyd and PFC Vanessa Gillian. Those two. And I don't know if it's just because it's the Houston ties, but those two almost it, it it's like every day. I wake up and I say, why? You know, I, I tell people all the time, I don't, I, it, it's not, it's okay to question God. But every time I ask God why, he always say, well, why not? And I can't answer the why not questions. So because I can't answer the why not, I don't ever ask why. And so in studio with me today, I have members of George Floyd's family. I have Miss Sharita Tate. And I have Brooke and Brandy Williams. Brandy is a senior at Jack Gates High School, and Brooke is a junior, right? All right. Wait, hold on. It's Brooke and Brandy. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got I'm trying it. to get this thing together, y'all. I, I promise you. And I'm sorry that I got emotional. It just, mm -hmm. you know, you know. Once we come back, Sharita. Once she starts talking, Sharita knows my story. She knows about you know me losing my wife and my mom within a 15 month time span mm -hmm. so you know for this to have happen to y'all's family i could it just it, it it messes me all up so we're about to take a break but when we come back um i'll get a chance to um talk to these beautiful young ladies who have graced the uh, attention of orders podcast mike Look at that. We got some beauty up in here. Look, I, <laughs> hey, hey, this week I ain't got to be the only good looking one up in here. You know, cause <laughs> you and Cody, y'all kind of bring the show down. You know what I mean? We're about to take a break. When we come back, we'll jump right into it. We'll be back. Hey, what's going on, y'all? You're tuned into Attention to Orders. I'm your host, Big Sarge. All my Vietnam veterans. Welcome home. Germany, good night. 
All my active duty military personnel is downrange. Good night. It is now time for Big Sarge's Article 15. Come get this work on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm out. Hey, welcome back. You're tuning to the Attention of Orders podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. Hey, listen, I did not ugly cry during the break, Mike. <laughs> I did not ugly cry. Look at that. I think that deserves a... I, didn't I just tell you I was on a cleanse? I just uh, I said that deserves ice cream. I'm a real fat boy at heart. Like, I fight <laughs> with my inner fat boy all the time. All right, y'all. Once again, I have Miss Sharita Tate and I have Brooke and Brandy Williams. They are George Floyd's family members. Um, let me just say this. First of all, it's an honor and a pleasure for you all to be here. It's like I I really appreciate this. And, you know, when I reached out to Sharita, because, you know, listen, hold on. I don't know if y'all know it or not, but Sharita is <laughs> like this superstar, right? Because <laughs> I, I don't even know where I was at. And I turned, I looked, I was like, Hey, that's Sharita on TV. Every time I turned around, I was like, that's Sharita on TV. But you know what I loved about you being on TV? Every time you was there, you were showing your emotions, but you also showed them, hey, don't play with me. <laughs> I, I, don't, don't play. I'm not here to play. <laughs> I like that. That's that, that's that black mama. Hey, we're not here to play. So, Sharita, I, I'm going to open up the questions, and I'm going to ask you the first one. Uh, can you take me through what you what your initial reaction was once you seen that horrific video? Well, <clears throat> my initial reaction was one of just shock and disbelief. When I first saw the video, it was actually um, I was getting up to get ready for work, and there was actually a clip uh, on the Gail King show. At that point, there was no name on it. It didn't have any audio. It just kind of said, you know, it was basically saying that uh, a young man in Minneapolis was killed by the police. Uh, and I just remember, you know, saying to myself how sad it was going to be for the family yeah. that this had happened. And then maybe less than five minutes after that, I got a phone call letting me know it was it was Perry yeah. or George, as uh, most people know him. Um, so uh, I played it back because they actually, the person that called me, which was uh, PJ's wife, uh, sent me the video because oh, I had wow. not seen it. And um, she said, I said, no, that can't be him because I just saw the clip. But mm -hmm. I, when you're looking without intent, you know, you just it just glazed over, just looked like just a person that I couldn't identify. So when I pushed uh, play on the video, I just heard his voice. Mm -hmm. I heard his voice, and that was all that I needed to hear. I knew it was him at that point, and I didn't get beyond that point. So up to this point, I have not seen the entire video. Just to listen to his cries out and his moaning was enough for me yeah. to know that it was him. And I, I don't think I could um, stomach watching its an entirety. Now, I've seen bits and pieces mm -hmm. because, you know, uh, for a while there, every time you turn on the TV or whatever, there were clips from different parts of it. And then there were a lot of people in inboxing me from the Minneapolis area 
sending videos and what have you because yeah. uh, I think they were wanting to be supportive and they wanted us to have you know yeah. uh, evidence or whatever uh, but I didn't watch them because I didn't want to see any angles the one that I saw was enough that yeah. steel uh, video just at the end where it was showing his lifeless body yeah. uh, so my initial response was one of shock and disbelief I just couldn't believe it was him yeah and I probably stayed in that place for a while just because I think maybe that was just my way of being able to cope with it and to be able to try to help my family kind of navigate through it. It was kind of a, that numbness that I felt initially. You know, I, uh, I was talking to a group of uh, African-American males and, you know, we all came to the agreement that a man, you know, a, a man has a lot of pride. You know, a man feels like he can take on any and everything. Mm -hmm. When you hear a man call out for his mama, mm -hmm. that's when you know he is he can't do no more. Right. He he he's at the he's at the end where he and, and I and I'm not talking about George. I'm just saying in general. It when you know when, if I called out for my mama, that means there's nothing else I can do. Mm -hmm. There's not I I can't I can't physically mentally. There's nothing else I can do. And when I heard him call out for his mama, mm -hmm. that that's what kicked me in the gut. And see, at that time, I didn't know that his mother had passed away. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't know that his mother had passed away. I just heard a man crying out for his mother. And mm -hmm. then when I found out that his mother had passed away, I'm saying to myself, that's me. Mm -hmm. Because I, if something happened to me right now, and like I said, my mama been passed away going on two years. I'm gonna scream. I'm going to scream out for her. I already know it, and that's the one thing that just, you know, that just bothered me. And so, then um, this question is for for you know anybody can answer it. Is how how has the family been, you know, and have you all taken some time for yourselves? Because this came really fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody expected this, especially you know we're going through this pandemic right mm -hmm. now. You know, every time you look around, you see something COVID-related on television. You got to be quarantined, and now you all have to deal with this. Were you all able to take some time for yourself? What do you want to answer? At first, we, we was traveling a lot, so we did not have time at all. Yeah. It was like we did this, we did that. We traveled for five days, I believe, mm -hmm. almost a week. Mm -hmm. And when we got home, we was just like, wow, we're really just in our house now, just where we was before we seen the video. And it's crazy how we did not have time at all to grieve. Yeah. We didn't have, everybody just was, was just doing their own thing. Yeah. And, and don't let nobody tell you all either that, you know, oh, you know what, you just got to get over it. Just move on. And mm -hmm. no, 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 I, no. You take how, nobody can tell you how, how or how long to grieve? Absolutely. No, nobody at all. What about you, Street? Have you had a chance to take some time for yourself? Uh, well, I make I make it my business to always try to do a little bit of self care. Um, so, for me, taking time for myself can be as simple as uh, going for a walk, or going for a bike ride, or um, going for a massage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. So I've been able to carve out a little time uh, for myself, and I think that's really important. Um, I, I happen to know this because I've, I've had 
some other tragedies in my life, and I understand the importance of trying to have some balance, you know, just trying to, no matter if it's just a, uh, an hour here or there, mm-hmm. just to kind of, you know, regroup. So I've had a little bit of time mm-hmm. to do that. Um, however, I, for I can say the same thing as them. It was really hard to do that in the beginning because we were moving so mm-hmm. much. Uh, and, um, you know, the magnitude of what we were dealing with really yeah. didn't allow for us to have a lot of time. But what we've been able to do is... Uh, spend some time with each other and, yeah. and since this has happened uh, we haven't done much social distancing from each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, you know we like to eat mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so Sunday dinners is something that I, I used to do at my house all the time for the family and we've kind of picked that up mm-hmm. again um, and and it's been good for us I, I believe it has what, what do you all think it's been wonderful actually okay, okay. <laughs> For the food. Especially the meals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Uh, I'm a, uh, so after I get off this cleanse, I may have to come. I got a mask. Listen, I will. I got a rain suit if that's what you look, need look, me look, to look. put on. One thing I highly recommend from Sharita, uh-huh. her strawberry cake. <laughs> She's, she goes down on that. I'm telling you, no one even seeing her in that. Nobody. Ooh, wait a minute. Hold on oh, now. Let me, let, let me find out that, uh, that 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 this cake is. Can we sell it? Well, I don't know. About, I don't think so because I. It's I, a special recipe. It's it's not that. I don't think I'd be able to cook it. That <laughs> prepare it, make it that often to sell it. Um, I just like to do it for, you know, for the family. And has that, uh, and, and like you said, that you all have come together to, you all have leaned on each other more now, right? Because yeah. I, I know as family, sometimes it's not that we don't love each other. It's just that we get so busy. That's right. And once we, and and once you get busy, busy separates mm-hmm. people. You know, you're like, hey, mm-hmm. y'all doing this? I got to go do this. I'll catch up with you later. But now it's, uh, and you know what? That's one of the things I said about this whole, you know, dealing with this whole, you know, coronavirus. Um, I don't know how spiritual you all are because I don't like to push my beliefs on, on anybody. But, you know, I, I'm, one, I'm a firm believer that, you know, this COVID, this COVID-19 came at a time where God says, I need to talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, I don't care what you're doing, every, everybody's about to stop because mm-hmm. I got something I need to say. And either you're going to listen or you're going to not because when I pick this world back up, I'm going to tell you, I've already told you what I need to say. And so that's what I feel like now is a time for people to be able to come together like that. I would family. agree. Yeah. I would agree. I mean, God is definitely up to something. I I definitely am spiritual. I think anybody who, who knows me, who really knows me can attest to that. And I believe you know, all these things are working together for our good. I mean, of course, we can't see that in the beginning because the pain is 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 so yes. is so much for us to. But at the same time, there are a lot of wonderful things mm-hmm. that are coming out of it. Uh, we've always been able to carve out time, maybe for like holidays and special occasions. We'll come together, um, but um, you know, if nothing else, it's it's uh, allowed us to be able to you know become closer again and and um and i think we have all benefited from it the, the children have you know my mother the elders have we've all just been able to kind of lean on each other and uh and really remember what you know what the family unit is all about because yes. we 
I mean, we all like to laugh. When, besides eating, we like to laugh. <laughs> and um, so uh, everybody is joking and just having a good time. And I think for us to be able to just laugh um, is, is a wonderful thing for us to be able to do with each other right now. How do you all feel knowing that his name will never be forgotten? I mean, his name is, it, mm-hmm. it's worldwide. I remember I, I did two interviews for uh, a television station over in London, you know, to talk about this situation and, you know, being at the memorial and things like that. But how do you all feel knowing that, you know, his name will never, ever, you know, it, it, it will never be not mentioned? It's a lot to maintain, really. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's it's okay. Knowing that his name will live on forever. The reason, like, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't get my words out. It's okay. It's okay. We got time. Mike gonna pay for (laughs) the extra time. (laughs) Coming out of this check. Coming out of this thing. Would you like to go for it? Um, I'm just gonna pick up what my sister was saying. It has made a huge impact on the world. Yeah. And for his name to never be forgotten, it means a lot to the family and everybody that supports the movement of Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's sad to say that my uncle is gone, and we will never be able to feel him again, just yeah. mm-hmm. touch him, give his, get his big hugs, let him lift us in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See his, like, just see him. Yeah. Hear his voice. He was a big guy. I didn't realize how tall yes, he was. Yes, he was big. <laughs> he was big. And he, we get he used to love it. Mm-hmm. She gets her height from him. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Me and my brother up now. Yeah. I, I didn't realize how, you know, how, how tall he was until I was like, wow. And then when I heard Stephen Jackson talking about him mm-hmm. as well, I was like, I did not realize he was that tall. Yeah, he was. It's so funny because when we were little, uh, why this happens? They, you know, he was smaller than all of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just a little something running around all the time, yeah. and 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 then for him to keep growing and growing and growing and and be towering over us. But uh, I think all of us will say the one thing that we'll miss a lot about him is his hugs. I mean, he number one, he always, you know, had a smile when he went into the room. He'd be smiling and grinning, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you knew either he was gonna. Pinch your cheeks, mm-hmm. uh, or, or pick you up, or both. Yeah. Uh, but his hugs were the best. I mean, I'm gonna miss that too. I'm gonna miss his kisses too. Oh yeah. And he has like some big dips of me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> got my whole face. Yes. <laughs> do y'all still get a chance to talk to his daughter? Yeah, we do. Um, we're about to get ready to take a break. Um, and during that break, I'm going to get this recipe for the strawberry cake because my inner fat boy is punching my stomach like, get the recipe, get the recipe so you can pass to somebody else because you know you can't bake nothing. I couldn't even use an easy bake oven right oh, now. Oh, really? I, I can't bake nothing. I'm, well, you can get a cake. You can get a cake. I don't know about the yes. recipe, but you can get a cake. A cake? You see that? Hey, listen. Look, the millions and millions of viewers heard that. Hold on. After your cleans. After your cleans. After, after after yes, cleans. yes. After after my cleanse. Right, that's going to be the first thing I'm going to be begging for. All right, we're about to take a break, um, and then when we come back, we'll continue to talk. And I want to get um, ask you, young ladies, you know, because you're still in high school, and so there's some questions I want to ask you about that moving forward. All right. Okay. You're tuned to the Attention to Artists podcast. We'll be back. 
Losing a loved one is always a difficult thing to deal with. Don't let laying them to rest be one of those things. Coleman's Family Mortuary is a family-owned, faith-driven company with over 40 years of shared experience of serving families. They have a strong commitment to provide the best quality services to all faiths, denominations, nationalities, and cultures. Service in Houston and surrounding areas, Coleman's Family Mortuary offers affordable final expense burial and pre-need plans. Call 409-283-3031. Once again, that's 409 283 3031 and let Coleman's Family Mortuary serve you with the love of God. Hey, welcome back. You're tuned to the Attention Orders Podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. I'm here with Miss Sharita Tate and Brooke and Brandy Williams. I um y'all heard that before we went to the break, right? Even hey, listen, <laughs> friend, friend of the show, uh Governor Greg Abbott. He ain't really friend of the show, but I just I, I like to say that uh friend of the show governor greg abbott well you know what he may be because when i seen him the last time he like he had bobbed me and i was like all right so they make us friends <laughs> i mean dudes do say they in a relationship at the club when it happened yeah you're right <laughs> yeah. all right once again you're tuning to the attention orders podcast um question being houston natives what is it like to see the city of houston come together like they did because in some places there's they they still protest they still are mm-hmm. that's just, this is true uh it was unbelievable when we went to uh the march downtown uh and uh i remember we were in uh, the buses you know heading into downtown and when we saw as soon as we turned we saw all these people lined and it was you know, different ages and races and creeds and religions. I mean, you could just see it was a diverse representation. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that was moving uh, for all of us to just see it. My parents were on there. They didn't actually walk uh, because m- medically the, the heat plus the, the distance they wouldn't have been able to do. But they were yeah. on the bus and they actually started crying when both of them once we turned and they saw these people standing mm-hmm. out here. So I think... Um, the overwhelming support has been one of the things that I I think has helped us, you know, with our grief process because we don't we know that we're not alone in this. Like, mm-hmm. even though it's a very personal uh, death for us, we we recognize that other people are in pain. Yes. Uh, as well, so um, I think it's wonderful. Yeah, I see the murals and the T-shirts and everything, and I'm just like, wow! It's like his name. Like I said earlier, his name. Would never, you know, would never be gone. It's always Everywhere. going. And you know, one thing that I want to say too earlier was, you know, right after his passing, there was a young lady, and I don't know how many people remember this. And I was reading, and I was reading so much, and I wanted to go back to it so I could screenshot it and put it out um, because we know that later on some of the narrative tried to change about him, and that's what at that. I, I'm not going to even lie, excuse my vernacular, that pissed me off mm-hmm. because I know what I read from that young lady that lived in Minnesota who said, she says, before they start to switch up the narrative, I want it to be uh, known that Big, she said, she, I think she called him Big George. She's like, Big George would help me put chairs on the basketball court mm-hmm. for church. Mm-hmm. She said, Big George would help me set up stuff for revival to help bring people to christ Mm -hmm. she said he would go into the neighborhoods with her Mm -hmm. you know just for protection sometimes Mm -hmm. but to also try to help bring 
you know, you know, people to Christ. And mm-hmm. she said, before the narrative gets switched, I want him to be remembered like this. And mm-hmm. when I read that, and like I said, I was reading so much, but it was one of those things where I was just like, yeah. And I'm glad I got a chance to read that mm-hmm. first. And so this is the last question I really have, but this is for you two, uh, you two young ladies. All right, so school may or may not, <laughs> just depending on if, you know, President Trump gets his way or not, but school may or may not start back. But if it does, if you all are able to take classes because what school do you all go to again? J.K. High School. Same school. Mm-hmm. Same school. Yeah, do you think that it's going to be <laughs> different for you all now, though? Because I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I know Sharita, but I heard your, I heard about you two from the assistant principal. I can't think of his name right now. Assistant principal. Um, uh, he's tall, black. Afri- I mean, African American. Um, I can't Mr. think Dooley? of. I, no, may- he's a college administrator. So he works closely with the college administrator. Mm-hmm. And so I heard about you all. And so when I talked to Sharita, because, and we'll get into this in, in, in just a second, you know, I I was looking for students to bless, you know, with some type of donation. And then when I found out about you two, I was like, ain't nobody else I need to give the money to. I mean, <laughs> give directly, you know, to the family. So getting back to the question, though, how, if you all are able to be on campus this year, how different is it going to be for you all? I can say it's going to be a lot of attention on us from not only the students, but teachers and administrators as well. It's going to be kind of frustrating when we first, well, if we do go back, when we first get there. Mm-hmm. But I believe, like, along the way, we'll learn to deal with it as we learn to deal with it in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be different for the both of us going back into the school year. I already had a lot of attention on me because, you know, I'm top ten percent in my class. What? I number sixteen in my class. Can I get yes. an applause for that? Yeah, ten. Wow. I'm a nerd too, so that I like <laughs> that type of stuff. Oh, so I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no. I said I, I did say two, didn't I? God dang it. She said I'm not. Uh, yeah. You top ten percent of your class. Yes, sir. You play sports too. Yes, sir. Both um, of y'all play sports. Mm, I, I used to run track, but. I'm just kind of getting back into it this year, though. Gotcha. I'm more into track and field. I love it. Um, I have the, I set the high record um, for the two mile at Jack Ace High School. I broke the um other record. What? And you graduate, this is your senior year. No, no your senior year. <laughs> your senior year, yes, your sir. junior yes, year. Sir. All right, so um, I want both of you all to make sure that y'all get the my contact information my get give my i'm gonna give you my my phone number my email my social media everything because one i'm going to be if at the graduation i don't care if it's virtual or whatever <laughs> listen I, I i don't care if i got to stand on the other side of the gate and scream out hey y'all remember me <laughs> you'll do it too yeah i i, def- I definitely will but i, I want to make sure that i'm at both of you all's graduation and I want to make sure that another blessing will be coming to you all from uh, Big Sarge Media I mean because you know 
I'm not going to get into it, but I know I know the things that you all have been through. I know what you've overcome. I know to sit here to say, you know, to, to look at you all today and to still be, y'all still smile. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of adults who go through a lot and they don't, they won't smile anymore. Mm-hmm. They won't smile. They won't have that joy in their heart. But for you all to be able to grasp that at such an early age and to be able to laugh and get some good eating, <laughs> some, good, <laughs> some, some good food, that means a lot. Now, let me tell you all why I ask, ask you all to be here. So one Sunday, I was sitting down watching, I don't know, it was, it was one of them TLs. So you know like how you got love and hip-hop and <laughs> all that mm-hmm. stuff right there. You know, so that's the black that's the black ratchet shows. Mm-hmm. Well, they got some white people ratchet shows, too. So I was watching that, the 90 Day Fiance, mm-hmm. before the 90 Days, mm-hmm. Love After Lockup, which starts in two days. I just thought y'all should know that. But I was watching one of those ratchet shows, and... Literally, God said, hey, I got something to tell you. And I was like, all right. I was like, it's not something from what I did when I was in high school. Was it because I thought I asked for forgiveness for that? But he said, I got something I want to tell you. He says, this is what I want you to do. And you know how everybody has the, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And he says, I want you to make a shirt that says, I will breathe for you. And when you all get a chance to look at the, the the names on that shirt, you know those, you know the majority of them of the people on there have died by the hands of law enforcement officials. Mm-hmm. So unarmed civilians dying at the hands of law enforcement officials, and so, which is why Black Lives Matter movement was started in the first place. I don't know how they keep trying to switch the narrative, but God said, "I want you to make these shirts," and mm-hmm. then He says, "But I don't want you to make a dollar off of it." And I was like, well, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm cool with that. Just let me know what you need me to do. And he says, I want you to make these shirts and that I will breathe for you on the shirt right here. And this circle right here is what I call the circle of life. You know, mm-hmm. these people may not be with us here on earth, mm-hmm. but we are the life for them. This is the circle of life. Mm-hmm. And he says, I want you to sell these shirts. And then, so like I said, it started out as I was going to, I was looking for two college i mean i'm sorry two high school students that had just graduated from jack yates so that i could give them money for college that's what it started out as a scholarship fund for them and then but when i found out all the hoops and stuff you got to jump through just to be able to to give money like that Mm -hmm. through the school i said no well i I don't need to go through the school then Mm -hmm. and like i said i i had found out about about you two and so i said no i already know what i'm gonna do then and so i continued to sell the shirts and continue to sell the shirts until i was like you know what now it's done and so these envelopes right here one is for you thank you and one is for you Thank you. And I put it in the envelope. I wonder, yeah, y'all can count it when you, you know, when you get in the car. It's cash. <laughs> all right. Okay. It's cash. I didn't put it on no gift card or nothing like that. <laughs> cash means better than anything. A debit card or anything. Apple Pay, Venmo, all that. <laughs> but two things. One, I, I want to make sure that I gave it to you all here because you know how black people. So what what happened to that money, Sarge, that you had made off them T-shirts? <laughs> Where that money go, Sarge? Oh, is there some new shoes? You you that that what you spent the money on? <laughs> no, but I wanted to um, I wanted to let you all know that did you play the? 
can you you run a video from one time? I want you to I want you all to know that when I said what the vision was, what God gave me, people came out of the woodwork. People are still asking for these shirts to this day, mm. and they were like, "Whatever, whatever we need to do to help Sarge, we're gonna help." And so. When you get to, uh, and for those of y'all listening, y'all can't see this. And for those of y'all, uh, go to the YouTube and you'll see. That's so, nice. you know, you'll see different type of people, you know, with the shirts on. And matter of fact, that's my frat brother up in New York. There, I, I sent those, I sent these shirts, I sent a shirt to Germany. As a matter wow. of fact, I sent a shirt to Germany. Nice. And so, like I said, I wanted to make sure that I gave, uh, that I gave this to you all on behalf of all of us to awesome. say that I don't know, you know, I know that monetary gifts, you know, anything tangible won't take away the hurt or the pain, but whatever, you know, it can do, you know, if, even if y'all don't, even if y'all don't go back to school, spend it on something. Rita get it because she like because sh- she, <laughs> she like to shop. Yes, yes. Exactly, and so um and, and like I said, I just want to say um on behalf of um on behalf of the Attention Orders podcast, on behalf of Big Sarge Media, I just want to say once again uh, my condolences. Um, thank you all for coming on. I felt like I, I feel like I'm you know I made family. Sharita, know I'm. Uh, I, I, I will bug her to death. <laughs> yeah, I, I will bug her to death. So I will be asking how you all are doing throughout the year. And, you know, and if and I, a lot of people say this, but they don't mean this. But I mean this. If y'all need something, then reach out to her. She get in contact with me or however y'all need to get in contact with me. And if I got it, you can get it because I love to see you with it. But if I ain't got it, we both got to do without it. Hey, we're about to take a break. <laughs> Thank you all once again. We're about to take a break. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to ask uh, Ivanka Trump. What the? I can't cuss. I forgot we got these babies in here. She talking about find something new. You find something new, like a new daddy. We'll be back. Hey, what's going on, y'all? You're tuned in to Attention to Orders. I'm your host, Big Sarge. All my Vietnam veterans, welcome home. Germany, good night. All my active duty military personnel is downrange. Good night. It is now time for Big Sarge's Article 15. Come get this work on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm out. Losing a loved one is always a difficult thing to deal with. Don't let laying them to rest be one of those things. Coleman's Family Mortuary is a family-owned, faith-driven company with over 40 years of shared experience of serving families. They have a strong commitment to provide the best quality services to all faiths, denominations, nationalities, and cultures. Service in Houston and surrounding areas, Coleman's Family Mortuary offers affordable final expense burial and pre-need plans. Call 409-283-3031. Once again, that's 409-283-3031. And let Coleman's Family Mortuary serve you with the love of God. Hey, what's going on, y'all?
You're tuned into Attention to Orders. I'm your host, Big Sarge. All my Vietnam veterans, welcome home. Germany, good night. All my active duty military personnel is downrange. Good night. It is now time for Big Sarge's Article 15. Come get this work on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm out. Losing a loved one is always a difficult thing to deal with. Don't let laying them to rest be one of those things. Coleman's Family Mortuary is a family-owned, faith-driven company with over 40 years of shared experience of serving families. They have a strong commitment to provide the best quality services to all faiths, denominations, nationalities, and cultures. Service in Houston and surrounding areas, Coleman's Family Mortuary offers affordable final expense burial and pre-need plans. Call 409-283-3031. Once again, that's 409-283-3031. And let Coleman's Family Mortuary serve you with the love of God. Hey, what's going on, y'all? You're tuned in to Attention to Orders. I'm your host, Big Sarge. All my Vietnam veterans, welcome home. Germany, good night. All my active duty military personnel is downrange. Good night. It is now time for Big Sarge's Article 15. Come get this work on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram and YouTube. I'm out. Losing a loved one is always a difficult thing to deal with. Don't let laying them to rest be one of those things. Coleman's Family Mortuary is a family-owned, faith-driven company with over 40 years of shared experience of serving families. They have a strong commitment to provide the best quality services to all faiths, denominations, nationalities, and cultures. Service in Houston and surrounding areas, Coleman's Family Mortuary offers affordable final expense burial and pre-need plans. Call 409-283-3031. Once again, that's 409-283-3031. And let Coleman's Family Mortuary serve you with the love of God. Hey, welcome back. You're tuning into the Attention Orders Podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Young Cody's in the building right now. Young Cody. Uh, get, get on the mic right quick, Young Cody. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Cody, first of all, that was amazing. Yes, it was. That 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 was amazing. And young Cody, you and I... Um, you and I got a chance to, and I should have said that. I don't know, man. I got caught up in that last segment. Bro. Oh, it's it's good. I, I was so, I enjoyed listening. I was so emotional, man. I was just like, it, it got me. It, it it really really got me. But young Cody, you have been, you know, you've been there from from the start as well. Let me put it right there. I didn't even get a chance to pull out a little little source today. But young Cody, you was there. I mean, you you remember when I put these shirts together? Yeah. 
Yeah. You First thing I said was, give me one. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't care how you get it, I'm, give me one. But, young Cody, I'm, I, I just really want to say this, though. One, I'm glad you was here. I'm glad you were here. I'm glad you got a chance to to witness this, to watch it manifest from beginning to end. Because later on down the line, this is something we both going to remember. So when yeah. I get, I'm glad you were here too. So when I get older and I can't remember stuff, you need to come back and be like, hey, uh, Sarge, you remember that time? I'm be like, can I just get some pudding? <laughs> That's what old people like, right? Pudding. I'm going to tell the story. You're going to ask for oatmeal and pudding grits. And right. Mashed potatoes. Right. Uh-huh. I'm be like, uh, grab her, young Cody. Ain't it time for my bath? Okay, <laughs> but no, young Cody. I, uh, it was it was an amazing thing, bro. Yeah, it was. It, I, I really enjoyed it because it's like when you see people that look like you, and you see things happen to them, and then you see that actually they're not too far from my age. Like I'm yeah. only twenty. Yeah, that could have happened to me. That could have happened to my daddy. That could have happened to my mama or anything. Yeah, and to see that they're like still smiling and getting through it, it it's it's amazing. It's very it. amazing, man, and um, and like I said, and you know, just sitting here, and I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I, I wanted them this to be a safe space. I didn't want this to be one of those things where they just felt like nobody, you know, they they've been through a lot, man. Mm-hmm. They've been through a lot, and I can tell. I could just, you know, look in their faces from a person who's been through a lot. I could see that they that they've been through a lot. Another thing, Cody. Because, you know, I mean, Mike is cool, right? Don't get me wrong. Mike, you're super cool. Young Cody, I also needed another I, I needed another witness. So these people won't be like, where my money, Sarge? Where is my money? All right, Young Cody. I'm good. Appreciate right. it. Oh, you're kicking me off. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah. Hey, man. Congratulations yeah. on your movie. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Get, you tell the people? The Brothers Survivor on YouTube. The Brothers Survivor with apostrophe. You, you directed that. Yes, I directed, directed, did That's, camera. It's it's a deep it's a deep little thing too, Cody. You know, uh, you know, it's deep. You know, I I do a little something here and there. Do a little something here and there. Shout out to the writer Chris Eli Black. I got to shout him out because story was amazing. Uh, that story was writing amazing, was writing bro. was amazing. And so you are doing big things, young yeah, Cody. You coming up? up. I'm yeah. moving up. F Cody Gray. Uh, let's let's just stick to Cody. Cody Wait, who was we talking about last week? The one that always worked with Michael B. Jordan, uh, Ryan Coogler. That's you. You next. I hope so. Hope so. So anyway, thanks, young Cody. Appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, we running out of time, so you know what I got to do. I got to go ahead and just go ahead and jump into it, Mike. I'm gonna jo- go ahead and jump into this uh, Article 15. All my Vietnam veterans, welcome home. Germany, good night. All my active duty military personnel that's downrange, good night. It's now time for Big Sarge's Article 15. Ivanka Trump, you and your daddy, come get this work. Now, before I go off on you, Ivanka Trump, I'm just going to say this. Hey, young Cody, it's really weird that I got this bicycle hat on. I put this bicycle hat on just in case I crash. 
I don't think I'm going to crash, but I got this bicycle hat on to let them know I'm serious, young Cody. They better be glad I ain't coming here. I, you know what? They better be glad I ain't coming in a whole onesie. If we didn't have company, I'd have came in with the bicycle helmet on and a whole onesie. I told you, hey, listen, the baby got famous by wearing a diaper. I got to do something in order to get my YouTube views up. Anyway, Ivanka Trump, uh, I got a question. You were part of a summit that included, what's his name, Tim Cooks? That Tim Cooks is the uh, owner and CEO of Apple. He's the CEO of Apple, right? I think his name is Tim Cook. You were involved with him and some other uh, CEO sitting around at the round table talking and I'm saying to myself first of all why are you there but hey look I understand it's your dad so you know it comes with certain perks you said now and I quote as a result of COVID people need to uh, unfortunately in some cases learn a completely new skill let me say that one more time now as a result of COVID People need to, unfortunately, in some cases, just like that, learn a completely new skill. To do what? Learn a new skill to do what? Okay, so Ivanka, I'm going to go out and I'm going to learn how to weld. But ain't nobody uh, hiring for welding. I'm going to go out and I'm going to learn how to cook. All the restaurants closed down. I want to be a bartender. All the bars are, are, are shut down. What If I learn a new skill, where am I going to get a new job? See, this was in response to her and her dad, President Trump, saying, hey, uh, maybe we can bring the economy back. And if we bring the economy back, y'all don't have to go back to your old jobs. You just need to go to a job. What job? What job you want me to go to? Y'all around right here flaunting all these, oh, look at the unemployment numbers. They're going down. They're going down. We're getting this economy back going, back going. That's only temporary. I live in the city of Houston, in the state of Texas, where COVID cases are reported at record numbers every day. We are on the brink of this entire state shutting down again. How in the hell is becoming a mechanic going to help me, Ivanka Trump? I'm trying to figure it out. You said, well, it's time to get away from the two- and the four-year colleges. Now, I agree with that. I'm a huge advocate for trade schools. I, I say that when the zombies attack, if you don't have, if you can't barter a trade, you're done. And I'm saying to myself, the only thing I got is my good looks, so I'm going to be like, hey. I I can, you know, whatever you need me to do, uh, ma'am, I, I can do. We can jump into an entanglement if you want to. Like, listen, when the zombies attack, I plan on being in at least four or five entanglements because I'm going to need somewhere to sleep. I'm going to need somewhere to eat. I'm going to need some, uh, some way to get around on some type of motorized vehicle. I'm going to need somebody that's going to give me some gold because the money ain't going to be worth nothing. Your debit card ain't going to be worth nothing. You're going to have to have something tangible in order to barter. People who have trades, people who know trades, they're going to be able to barter. But right now, if I become a mechanic, for what? The Walmart buy my house. Right. It has an auto uh, 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 auto place at the end where they do oil changes. They do tires. This, that, and other. It's closed. So how in the hell if I go out and get ACE or the CEA or DEA or TEA, whatever certified, if I get all of that done, then what's going to happen, Ivanka? 
I didn't just spend money to learn a new trade to do what? Sit my ass at home. Hey, you, sitting on the couch. You ain't doing nothing. Why don't you come on over here to DeVry? They closed DeVry, right? DeVry is no longer around, is it? ATT Tech. ATT Tech. I, and that, that, <laughs> they had a dude would come on and be like, hey, you, sitting on the couch, doing nothing. And I'm like, you don't know my life. You don't know why I'm sitting on this couch. And when you going to go off anyway because Judge Joe Brown needs to come back on him. And uh, what's the judge that always used to be like, and hey, I know a crackhead when I see a crackhead. Judge uh, Mathis, ain't that his name, Greg Mathis? I know a crackhead when I see a crackhead because I used to, I ain't going to tell you all that, but you need to get up out. So I need to watch Greg Mathis come back on. I digress. Ivanka. You and your father live this entitled, privileged life to whereas y'all can't see anything. You know how I know you can't? Because let's just use your father, for example. Your father has put Betsy DeVos as Secretary of Education. When has Betsy DeVos ever been in a public school for more than a week? She ain't never been in a public school for more than a week. And that was visiting when she became the secretary of education. Your father has put nothing but entitled people around him, including you. So you want people to go out and learn a new skill. This is y'all new mantra. This is your new ad campaign. Learn a new skill. Learn a new skill to do what? We are in a global pandemic every day. Every day, new COVID cases are being uh, reported. So much to the point where your dad says, hey, uh, yeah, y'all don't send them numbers no more to the CDC. Send them over here to me. So when the hospitals that normally would say, hey, we got uh, 2,000 new cases of COVID, by the time the White House put them out, uh, yeah, so there was three new cases today. Just just three, President Trump? Yeah, just three. We didn't, it was no more. No more at all. No, no, we're good. Just just three. Well, you know, I live in the state of Pennsylvania, and they said that they reported 2,000. My source tells me that they reported 2,000. Fake news. It doesn't mean anything. They don't they don't know what they're talking about. It was only three cases. We're, you know, we're we're starting to win this battle. I know that I started out saying that we'll be, you know, to be about 15 people, and then it'll just go away like just go away i wish i could do a better president trump you know who does a really good president trump what's the guy that took over for john stewart uh the uh trevor noah trevor noah does a great president trump but anyway i digress ivanka let me tell you something ain't ivanka married to jared kushner is that her husband that is ivanka's husband right I, I'm I'm trying to think. Dang it, I should have asked myself that before I came on. And probably the only reason I don't is because, Mike, I don't know if you've ever seen or heard or seen the quotes, huh? You, I don't know if you've ever seen the quotes from President Trump talking about Ivanka Trump. They're creepy. They're very creepy. He says, and I quote, this is out there, so I'm not making anything. And I quote, if she wasn't my daughter, I would probably be dating her. He has made sexual references to his daughter. Maybe you need to get a, a, a new skill. 
Ivanka. Maybe you need to get a new skill and learn how to walk away from your daddy or from Jared Kushner. Oh, I got it, Mike. God, you know what? I knew that this bicycle hat would pay off some way, somehow. I got it now. This bicycle hat has paid off. It's like my brain is being compressed into this. Now I understand. I know what you got to learn a new skill for. I don't know if y'all know this or not, but since President Trump has been in office, this has been the lowest, the cabinet and administration positions. They've been the 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 most vacant. Man, the the since President Trump got into office, they've been hiring from day one. So that's the new skill you got to learn because evidently, hell, you don't need a security clearance. Jared Kushner walks through the White House sometimes in tidy whities and don't nobody say nothing to him because what you going to say to him? He don't even have a security clearance. So maybe that's the new skill. Hey, I got it. I would like to be, I, I'm going to formally announce this right now, Mike. I would like to be the ambassador to Wakanda. You've been tuning to the Attention to Podcast, Attention to Orders podcast. <laughs> I don't know why y'all listen to me every week, but I love it. I love the fact that y'all listen to me every week. I appreciate everything. Hey, give a special shout out to uh, Miss Sharita Tate, uh, Brooke and Brandy Williams for coming in. They're, they are family members of uh, George Floyd. Thank you all. I'm glad that we were able to give them that money. All right, y'all. Until next week, I'm out.